0: Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX radio podcast show brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brown Goggles, Bill's Pipes, W Wheels, Just One Helmets, Moto Ice Wrap, and Traction MX. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and with me on the line, we've got Dale Spangler from Fly Racing WPS and Dirt Buzz. Dale, how's it going?
1: I'm doing really well.
0: Uh, not too bad for
1: a Monday, I guess. It's uh, actually pretty warm here in Idaho, so I'm pretty excited because I'm supposed to take delivery of a new motorcycle myself this week. I'm uh, finally getting back into a little bit. I'm uh, a little more on the adventure side. I've got a buddy that's uh, helped me out, I lined up a KTM 1190 Adventure R for me, so I'm looking forward to doing nice. some exploring here in Idaho. Can't wait.
0: No doubt. a Very nicely appointed machine Um kind of a, a go anywhere, do anything uh, type of, uh, type of ride. Very much different from, uh, from your regular motocross bike, but, uh, you'll just be that much more capable to, uh, to go where you've never been before. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll be quite on the level of like a Chris Birch.
1: I don't know if you've seen any of those videos of him riding the 1190, but that guy can yeah. ride a thing like a trials bike. But, uh, yeah, I think the moto skills will hopefully come in handy when I'm out riding that thing. And, um, um, I think it's just, I'm to the point in my life I'm going to be 47 here in March, and I just don't want to get hurt anymore. So that's kind of what's taken me a little bit away from the track. And of course, I'm pretty out of shape right now. I seem to be, I'm pretty fit for riding the desk and uh, using the mouse, but not real fit for riding a motorcycle. <laughs>
0: Well, hopefully the eleven ninety will uh, will break you of your uh, your current habits and, and have you uh, in the saddle more often and uh, feeling uh, fit, trim, and uh, more agile on the bike. I hope so. I
1: mean, more than anything, I'm just excited to get out and explore and and have some have some good information to to write about uh, for, for Dirt Buzz. So I'm looking forward to doing some kind of ride reports and you know photo reports where I can show people what it's like living here in Idaho.
0: No doubt, you sound like a kid at Christmas, knowing that uh, by the end of today, uh, when the today's data is out, you'll have a brand new motorcycle in the garage, and uh, that's always a, uh, a happy feeling, uh, one that I haven't felt in quite some time, unfortunately. But uh, I'm happy for you.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, but the, uh, the, my poor Subaru Legacy has to—it's uh, no longer going to be parked in the garage, so that poor car will be replaced by a motorcycle. But you know, it's—it's it's long overdue
0: these are the, the, the sacrifices we make to uh, to enjoy a life on two wheels.
1: Yeah, no doubt. It's not like I'm really sacrificing much, am I? You know, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that, and those are the kind of stories that I love to dig into and that I love about motorcycling in general. It's just people that really, really, really do sacrifice. You know, like I've written some some stories on derpa It's just um, like Gary Sutherland comes to mind, a guy who's a single dad, and he's pretty much done everything he can to, uh, be able to ride and race and and make a living, and so I really look up to people like that, and I love those types of stories that people have to share, so that's the type of thing I like to focus on with Dirt Buzz, and and, uh, on the moto side of things, I mean, we've all seen it growing up around it my whole life. I've seen people that, you know, I mean, they give their last penny to to get to the racetrack and go racing and and for that chance to uh, hopefully make it.
0: Couldn't agree more. This is a uh, a passion built sport, and uh, once you've been bitten by the bug, uh, there's you, you'll you'll go to uh, extreme lengths to be able to defeat uh, that addiction. And uh, that's really what uh, your website DirtPuds is is all about. It, it's about the passion. It's about the the, the roots of the sport, and uh, and what makes this community so great. It's the uh, it's full chock full of, of awesome stories and that's why I think it was a really uh, great thing that you were able to uh uh bring this this website to the forefront and and have people going to the site and reading these stories and uh uh it's just not it's nothing but interesting stories like it always motocross motorsports two wheels always produces the coolest stories of, of people who are passionate about their sport and like you said they'll do anything to do it um where did um among all you're a man who've worn many hats and uh i can't imagine the the day that came when you were like all right i'm already busy as it is i'm gonna throw more on my plate
1: yeah that's funny that you say that because believe me i'm i'm in the fourth month of dirt buzz and and working a 40 hour plus you know work week and then coming home and and doing the website at lunch and doing it at night and on the weekend but i realized i'm like wow i've really taken on something here but on the same token, uh, it's, I don't know, it's, I feel pretty passionate about it just because there are so many cool stories out there to tell. And like with my target audience is the off-road side of things, not necessarily moto. And so I felt like that side of it really kind of of could use some help. And it's, it's not that there's, I mean, there's so many people doing great work out there and passionate people just doing everything they can to help off-road. But I just was, my thinking was just one more one more opportunity for these writers to kind of give themselves a place to tell their stories, um, talk about their background, and then we've got I've, I've got a couple of pretty well big name writers like Robbie Bell and Gary Sutherland and and Skyler House and um, all these different guys that are you know writing blogs for my site and you know more than anything it's I can't really give them much back other than I, I'm giving them a space to kind of tell their stories and and hopefully people. Will, we'll start to catch on to that and want to want to read more about these riders. And, and my, my thinking is to kind of dig in a little deeper and ask the questions that maybe some interviews don't necessarily ask. And so people kind of learn more about these riders and what, what they've gone through, the adversity and, and where they, where their background is. And and, uh, that's the kind of stuff that really interests me. And so that's where I'm coming from
0: no doubt and um i, I think in, in general two wheels uh whether it be uh road racing off road motocross it's all under uh, one canopy but uh we, we're segregated in in uh in the communities that we uh, we run in but um it's it's very very under publicized under like there's there's not nearly enough uh media covering the sport of motocross or the off of uh of off-road um people ask why is the nfl so uh so popular why is nascar so so popular well it, it's about coverage it's you, you don't need to be a hardcore fan of NASCAR to all of a sudden know quite a bit about it as, as far as like who's racing, what do they race, this, that, and the other thing. You could sit there on a Sunday afternoon this past weekend um, watching the Daytona 500, and by the end of the day, you'll have watched eight to ten hours of. Different coverage, talking about different things, and you'll get yourself informed. That's what people love—information. People love to uh, hear stories and, uh, and and get informed on things because it increases your sense of mastery. It when you learn things, that you have more mastery of a certain topic. And Dirt Buzz does exactly that. It shares a story and uh, it brings people uh, together to, to to find out more about this uh, the sport of off road that uh, really touches so many people because uh, motocross it might be more of a a north american thing and uh there's certain areas that it's more popular than others but two wheels and off-road motorcycle riding is absolutely universal it happens all over the world
1: absolutely yeah i mean you're actually right on that with 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 supercross being kind of more of a a north american thing because if you go to anywhere else in the world whether it's europe or south america or Asia, like, you know, MotoGP, that road racing side of things are so huge. I mean, these riders like Valentino Rossi, I mean, they're, they're megastars. They're like movie stars in the U.S. That's like the level. They can barely even walk down the street. And so yeah. one of the aspects that I really tried to focus on early on when I first started the site was um, the Dakar Rally, which you know takes place in South America. And We had four Americans yeah. in that race this year, and there's just so many amazing stories that you don't even hear about and that's that's the kind of thing that I, I was hoping to bring to the table i had a really good interview with with uh alexander smith he's muckle smith's son fascinating to learn about that guy and how he's just you know he's a dedicated businessman i mean motorcycling really in some respects is secondary to him but he still goes about motorcycling with the same passion he does that you know, being a businessman and then i did another interview with scott bright who's a kind of a working class every man rider from Colorado that decided it was his goal to do it. And, you know, he works as a, I believe it's like a superintendent for a, a school system in, in the Denver area. And, uh, I mean, the guy just did it, you know? And so some of the stories he told me in his interview were just fascinating, you know, like the, the people down there and just, he'd come into a town and they would just surround him and, and just be, just wanted to hang out with them. You know, it's just, uh, that's the kind of stuff that I love to bring to the table and hopefully, uh, It'll get more people passionate about motorcycling and and, and uh, what it brings to the table.
0: For sure, it, it just bringing these stories to light, and uh, I think that um, people have, have have embraced Dirt Buzz. It's it's a really cool website, very interactive, easy to, to maneuver around. Uh, and for anyone who, who hasn't gone yet, dirtbuzz.com dot com. Easy as that. Uh, chock full of information, like you said, two months into this, and. Um, Honestly, by the by, the time you get through all of uh, all of the features that you have, uh, you'd probably have another ten of them up on the website. So uh, constantly being refreshed, whether it's dirt, whether it's in the trees, whether it's uh, uh, dirt bikes, even even music as well. You kind of uh, cover all the elements that uh, move the heart and soul.
1: Yeah, the music part of it is just something that I'm also passionate about too. And I figured, you know, everybody rides motorcycles for the most part seems to be in the music as well and so I just thought you know why not share some of my you know my favorite bands and just kind of talk about different music genres and hopefully opens people's eyes to something they've never heard before as well so it's kind of in the same you know same vein as what I'm trying to do with the Dirt Buzz you know motorcycle stories so hopefully who knows down the road I mean I'm a one-man show so I can only do so much but you know maybe a year down the road if if I'm still chugging away at this thing and hopefully I've got a few you know people that are writing along with me and i'm able to 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 pay them to write for me i want to be able to do it right um, one thing about their budget you know, is there are no advertisers right now and that's just something that i'm not really focused on right now i'm more worried about i want i want the site to kind of speak for itself and that at some point i'm hoping people want to advertise with me based upon the content that i'm producing and so i'm, I'm over the i'm of the mind that i'd rather like you know kind of over deliver before i start asking for people's money and so that's just where I'm at. You know, that's my philosophy. And, again, I've, uh, this industry has been really good to me. I've, I've been around it for over 20 years. And so I felt like this is sort of a passionate, personal project of mine just to give something back to the motorcycle industry as well.
0: Couldn't agree more, and I think that I definitely connect with that because that's why I started Big MX Radio is that I, I wanted to uh, bring myself closer to the motorcycle motor industry. I wanted to add to the community as far as coverage goes, and uh, and and do those interviews with just about a, any uh, any racer that uh, lines up on, on a weekend, whether it be an amateur kid, a guy in the fast forty and supercross, a local uh, a local pro, or otherwise. Um, like uh, some fe- female racer, female. Racers. I've had members of the members of the the industry as far as uh, sales reps and stuff. I've had you on the show now, and uh, I, like just last week, I had Cole Siebler, a guy who. Uh, extremely highly touted coming out of amateurs, very successful career, ends up now working with, uh, with Fly Racing and, uh, laces up the boots every once in a while for a, for a supercross. It's all really cool stories and, uh, I know that you're gonna take this thing to, to amazing heights and those sponsors will come. Um, like, uh, I started my podcast with a local pro and uh, like 231 podcasts later uh, we're, we're, we're regularly having uh, top supercross guys on.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's just huge respect to you too because having just getting started, I mean, I, I, I know fully what you're going through and just how much dedication it takes to keep going. You know, there's going to be highs and lows and sometimes asking myself, what did I get myself into? And wow, this is a lot of work, but in the end, like, to me, the payoff is when somebody responds to the story. Like, I had a, a piece that was uh, – <clears throat> I did some co-branded pieces with verbmodo.com, um, yeah. and uh, they, they post some of my stories. They they like some of the off-road stuff I'm doing, so they'll, they'll post them on there. And then one of them was a, a personal blog that I wrote. It's called 13 Bones Equals 13 Stories, and it was about, you know, just how many times – how many different bones I've broken and how they all kind of have a story to tell and – and by the end of it, this guy responded and said, you know, I was thinking about quitting racing, and I read this, and I was just like, I think I'm going to keep going. And, like, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, man, you know, this, this might be, like, tough sometimes, but, like, if I can – I mean, when somebody responds like that, it's pretty hard to not feel good about, you know, kind of giving back. So, um, in the end, again, I mean, I feel like if your, heart, if your heart's in the right place, you know, hopefully uh, people will kind of notice and uh, support what you're doing.
0: No doubt, it's uh, I, I, I totally connect with that. It's uh, like you, you don't even know uh, who you, how you're connecting with people uh, um, right off the hop because you don't get a, a ton of feedback. But uh, um, I I I know for you definitely the, the, you're gonna have all kinds of people uh, reading your stuff and connecting with it. And even I've had guys who like they're like I listen to you on the way for, home from work and it just like it, it helps me calm down after a long day. Or I listen to it on the way into work because it it, it gets me, uh, thinking about positive things on the way to my job that I don't like, and uh, gets me excited to go riding this weekend and stuff like that. And that's literally why I do this. Is there why well, either one of us do what we're doing. Is uh, it's it, it's just giving back to the motocross community because, uh, in my opinion, um, I could do this to the end of the time, and it's, it wouldn't uh, wouldn't be an even score.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, there's uh, so many things that have happened in my life that I feel like wouldn't have happened without you know, going down that path of, of, of starting to race motorcycles and having all the family time with my father and, and my mom and my sister, and, you know, going to the races and camping out overnight and just all of the different cool experiences, being able to have the opportunity to live, live in Europe and work for Alpine stars and just see amazing things. So I wouldn't be where I'm at in Idaho if it wasn't for motorcycling, that's for sure. You know, like I grew up in Ohio and never thought it would end up out here in Idaho, but, you know, I love it here. And, uh, I wouldn't be taking delivery of a motorcycle here in the next day or so if it wasn't for everything kind of leading to this this point right now. So, yeah, no regrets.
0: No regrets. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what's more to come for uh, Dale Spangler, Dirt Buzz, and everything else, two wheels, right after these messages from Fly Racing, X-Brown Goggles, and W Wheels.
1: Hey, this is Zach Osborne of
0: Rockstar Energy Husqvarna. Uh, we're going to commercial here on Big MX Radio. and We'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You, too, can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Alberson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eyePort design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super-trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a... That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of amigos. For extreme kids like us. and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check
2: them out. You won't be disappointed. Bill's Pipes, the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new cone-look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to Billspipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Linovich, Vicky Golden, jmr suzuki team jesse pierce Nico izzy and david kirk bill's pipes is craftsmanship at its finest so go with bill's pipes and never settle
0: and we're back big mx radio podcast show brought to you by fly racing still on the line with Dale Spangler of Dirt Buzz, um, Dale. Um, of course, this thing just began only two months ago. But um, you're a man of, of many goals. So where do you where do you see this going forward? And uh, I guess we said you, you'd mentioned that you, you're hoping that eventually you can start to pay some of these contributing writers and stuff like that. But uh, um, what, what's your next step? What, what <clears throat> where does Dirt Buzz go from here?
1: Well, hopefully, just you know, expand and. Uh... Be able to have more people out in the field that are able to experience you know different uh, different events whether it's worldwide or in the U.S. I mean, right now I'm primarily only focused on the, the U.S. side of off-road just because I figure that's realistic you know like I don't I don't to think that I can cover things all around the world and be one person is a little unrealistic I feel at this point but hopefully someday you know like I'm I'm meeting people every day you know whether it's through social media people that have seen the project and are kind of get excited about it and you know, like I had a photographer the other day approach me and say hey you know like would, would, would you be interested in having a photographer write?" and I was all about it you know like to me it's here's a here's a space for you to to share your stories and your experiences and I mean to me it's just a no-brainer you know like if someone approaches me and, and is willing to uh you know to write something and they're excited about it then I'm, I'm all for it and uh the thing I don't want to do though is I just don't want to you know I guess bite off more than I could chew and try and take on too much and but in the same token I wanna to make sure I do it right and you know, if I have photographers that are that are are willing to cover some events for me, like I I'm, I'm not gonna expect anything from them until I'm able to pay them for the for the photos. I just don't wanna I don't wanna ask for too many favors, you know. Like I just uh that's just the way the way I am. I feel like it's it's only fair. Those there's photographers photographers out there trying to make a living, you know, with selling their photos and I just don't wanna step on any toes. So More than anything, just trying to, you know, bring something to the table that's, you know, in addition to what everybody else is already doing out there and uh, hopefully bring my own angle of of the story, you know, and dig into, you know, the backstories and ask the questions that maybe somebody hasn't thought of. I feel like in some ways, it's a little bit of an art form, like to know the questions that can bring it out of the people and hopefully have the relationships and the trust with that rider to be able to, you know, have them be willing to answer the questions.
0: Couldn't agree more. Um, I definitely run into that, especially as I start to get bigger and bigger. Riders, um, they don't know who I am. They might know some of the the, the the reporters that are at every race, and they have a bit of a different rapport with those guys. So it's a bit of a challenge for me to uh, ask those kind of um, uh, personal questions or, or get, get the guy talking a little bit more than uh, you would with uh, uh, just uh, like a, a regular or a, a more seasoned. Uh, journalist, I guess, um, but um, that—that's—that's that's the beauty of it. That's—that's that's the challenge that uh, comes with it, and I—I I love the fact that you're just growing the pie, my friend. Like you're—you're—you're uh, you're, you're making a bigger platform for motocross to stand on and, and broadcast itself, and uh, or motorcycles in general, and, and that's cool. Like it's, um, people are always hungry for information. They're always hungry for content, and uh, you putting that out there is—is. Is, is nothing but a good thing. And then having uh, a, a photographer's uh, standpoint and, and this guy's view and that guy's view, it's all going to come together for to become something pretty cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I won't, uh, I mean, I'll certainly admit though, there's times where it's intimidating, you know, to just to kind of approach a, a rider and, and, and ask them to, you know, questions that maybe they don't want to answer. And like you said, they don't maybe necessarily know who I am. And, you know, it, it's a, it's intimidating, and it's a little, sometimes I feel like it's confidence thing, and especially when you're, when you write things, you know, like, it's, uh, it's certainly putting yourself out there, you know, you're opening yourself up for, everybody has an opinion about something, and it's not that I'm worried about that, but, you know, it's, it's obviously, it's a commitment to, when you write something, to, to, uh, to put it out there for, for public consumption, I mean, I think that's one of the things that I, the more I kind of I'm doing it from this angle, I have that much more respect for the other, you know, for the journalists that are out there, the ones that have been
0: been around forever and and covering events.
1: It's just uh, that much more impressive to me.
0: No doubt. Uh, Trying to get through an interview where you're talking to a a rider or a person that uh, either a, um, it doesn't know who you are. So they're really reluctant to answer questions or they're they're just not giving you a whole lot, but you know, you got to talk to them for the next 20 minutes. You're like, how do i get through this but yeah. uh that that's that's the beauty of it man and uh, uh i like that you're you've you've taken a, a this chunk of uh, off-road riding and uh like i said i think uh i think four time zones for you to take care of is is probably enough for you to bite off at this point
1: yeah i have this thing that i've, been, I've i'm committed myself to it and i'm hoping to be able to stick with it but i call it the monday buzz and and uh, every sunday sunday in the afternoon i start gathering race results from as many um, american race um events over the weekend that i can and i'm finding that it's it's a lot more difficult than i would have expected on the surface but um slowly over time i think some of the promoters are starting to understand that it's it's only going to help them to be able to get their results out as fast as possible for people to consume and my idea was you know it's it's not like i'm reinventing the wheel i mean racer x is the one that started that with their monday wake-up call and so it's kind of like my version of that for off-road you know and so my my thinking is is hopefully people start to know hey I can go every Monday morning to DirtBuzz dot com and look for the Monday Buzz and I'm able to read Super Enduro results and Southeast Cross Country Series results and works and the GNCC and hopefully it's one place where they can go and just kind of give it a skim read and, and see what everybody was up to over the weekend but uh, like I said it's I'm realizing it's a, it's a lot of work just to do that one particular feature and so. Again, to go back to like having huge respect for all these websites and all these other magazines that have been around forever. I mean, someone like Racer X. That I mean, it's a huge machine to keep that thing going, where they have all these different columns and features, and so it's just it's kind of daunting when you think about it from that respect. But then I start to think, hey, you know, I'm I'm only one person. I can only do so much. And the advantage I have is I feel like I'm able to react a little quicker, and maybe you know, I'm not so worried about um, I wouldn't say offending, but I guess to me, like I would rather, much rather dig in and and, and ask those questions that might be potentially controversial, but but I want the the information that a lot of people want to know, but they some, I feel like they're sometimes starving for, and so that that's the stuff I want to know and, and read about and that what gets me excited. And I'm a little bit tainted. I will I will admit that because I've been around this industry for so long, you know, 20 plus years. That over time, like you can only see so much. The stories are the same yeah. and the same. It just gets hard to kind of. I just don't really read magazines and things like I used to. Like I'm if it doesn't interest me, I'm moving on. So, um again, that's that's my number one goal. Hopefully it brings some unique stuff to the table and I feel like I've done so pretty pretty decent so far and hopefully it'll just uh keep growing.
0: Absolutely, and I definitely uh, hope you do continue to do this because I find it super interesting. Because I've always been on the motocross side of things—motocross, supercross, both can- Canadian World Championships, mo- uh, AMA motocross, and supercross. But uh, the the primary reason why I haven't uh, like I've been a huge fan or, or really seeked out a lot of information on uh, on on off road and the results and the keeping track of the series is because um, like. There, there, just hasn't been as much, or the the quality of the the coverage uh, hasn't really bit my interest. But now I go on uh, on Dirt Buzz, and you you can get the uh, uh, the Super Enduro uh, results here, and you see Johnny Walker mixing it up with Colton Haker and Cody Webb and all the boys. Um, it, it's cool to keep track of that now, and uh, you have somewhere to go where um, you, you know what's what's going to be on there, and you can keep track of that stuff. And uh, I hope that you continue doing it, man.
1: Yeah, I, I will say, you know. I've- I'd I, I like to tell everybody it's a, it's a timing thing for me because if I would have thought about this a year ago, I probably wouldn't have even, you know, I probably wouldn't have had the confidence to do it, but I don't know, for some reason, it was just timing is right to start the site, and I feel like it's easier than ever in some respects that there are all these dedicated, once again, these dedicated people that just probably aren't really making money, but they're out there shooting videos at every one of these, these regional off-road races, and they're cranking them out in two days and sending them out. I mean, it's just, to me, it's unbelievable. There's so many people nowadays that are that committed to create these videos. I mean, I have a, like, last week, I think it, I called it video week because there must have been six different full gas sprint enduro and, like, all these national enduro videos. And, you know, it gives me content, you know, but in the same token, I'm hopefully I'm helping them spread the word for their film projects. And, uh, you know, it's just cool to see the passion in these people out there. Like I said, probably not making a dime off of them, but they're they're still out there just cranking it out as if it's their day job.
0: Well, it's a passion-based sport, and uh, though uh, I I do think that the dollars and cents will come, uh, I think we'd all agree that a lot of us would uh, would do what we do for uh, for for a whole lot less, just uh, to be able to say that we truly enjoy what we're doing. Because uh, motorcycles is passion, and I think that's why uh, music connects with that so well. Because music is passion, and uh, like whether you're you're getting ready for the races and you want to get some get some tunes going or, or whatever it is. Is, but uh, motocross music beer all that stuff it's passion-based and uh, that's what brings us all together
1: yeah for sure I was uh you know a quick little story I recently went to New Orleans in, in November and it was one of those eye-opening experiences for me because talking about music you know you go to a city like New Orleans that's just I mean it's it's built around music and food and all these different things that I'm passionate about and it was just so refreshing to go there and you know, one token. It was. It blew my mind because I'd go to a what I thought was an amazing, which I, I, they absolutely were amazing, local band that to me was a national level band. But there were like 50 people watching them. Well, there's just so much talent huh. in a city like that that it's just, yeah. Everywhere you go, it's just you know people on the street corners with playing brass instruments and just, you know, it was it was a really neat experience. And uh, you know, I would love to see uh, you know that type of passion you know, be kind of on display um, for the motorcycle industry. And, and, I, and I know their website's already doing it. And there's, there's podcast guys like yourself that are out there doing it passionately. And, uh, but to me, it's just, you know, the more the merrier. Hopefully there's just uh, inspiring even more people to want to come to the table and tell their stories and those video guys out there shooting stuff and those photographers on the weekends. Um, yeah, just nothing but respect for all them. And uh, hopefully it'll just help our industry that much more
0: absolutely couldn't agree more and uh where where do people uh go to find out more like uh, obviously uh, it's uh, dirtbuzz, uh, dot, uh dot com. but uh, you also have uh, a couple of instagram pages open as well to uh to kind of spread the word and uh and kick up the social media side of things
1: yeah so on social media i was pretty lucky enough to get the same handle on uh all of them but it, it, except for twitter so So Facebook, it's, you know, facebook.com forward slash uh, DirtBuzz and then at DirtBuzz on Instagram. And then uh, Twitter, I had to have uh, The DirtBuzz. And then I think I have Google Plus is DirtBuzz as well. So, yeah, pretty easy to find. That was even, to me, I was blown away that I even got the name DirtBuzz for a domain name. That's something that short in this day and age. For a .com, yeah. it's pretty pretty mind blowing for me, but it seemed to work out really good. Just the whole principle of buzz and uh, back The funny part is, I was telling some the other day that um, my my dad called. That was actually a nickname that he called me was Buzz, and I hadn't even thought about that when I started Dirt Buzz. But I'm like, wow, it's like it's like all these little pieces that were almost like meant to be. And uh the Monday Buzz thing, it kind of reminds me of drinking coffee or you know when you're having a beer, you're gonna get buzz. And so the, the the motto of Dirt Buzz is keep the buzz rolling. And so I don't know. To me, it's just kind of every all the pieces sort of came together with the name and, and, and the vision that I have for it. And and uh, once again, I'm just uh, having a good time with it. And uh, I think that makes all the difference. You know, it doesn't really seem like a, you know I'm working hard sometimes, but it doesn't really seem so much like that when you're when you're passionate about it and you're having fun with it.
0: Absolutely, couldn't agree more, man. Uh, you're, you're you're preaching to the choir because after a long hard day laying bricks, uh, I, I would say that uh, I don't want to go straight back to work uh, um, doing doing podcasts and stuff like that. But uh, I never hesitate to, uh, to, never dread having to call up guys like Jimmy Button or uh, Mike Healy or any of those guys. And uh, it's just uh, it's a pleasure of mine. And It's a pleasure of mine to have you on my show. It's it, I've, it's something I've wanted to do for a long period of time. Is that we've been chatting for over a year now as you've seen um my my literally my audience go from just over a 1000 to 71,000 uh every 30 days so uh it's um it's it, it's been huge for me it's been and then uh to, to, to have you been there cool uh, throughout it's, um, it's been pretty cool.
1: Once again yeah super super of respect to you for, for sticking with it and me 200 podcasts that's a lot you know and when you think about Thanks, big picture wow that's that's a lot of work and <laughs> uh yeah i appreciate you taking the time to, to have me on and uh that means a lot and let me talk about dirt buzz and of course my day job at fly racing you know i've been there i've been my ninth year at wps and fly racing and so things continue to progress and, and grow there and uh where there's no lack of things to do there the company just is really kind of blown up in the last three to five years and uh you know, with us sponsoring the Outdoor Nationals this past year. And that was a huge step and kind of a coming out party for us in a way. And and so, yeah, things things seem to be going well. And uh, hopefully that next step will be a, a major title for one of these Supercross or Outdoor National Championships. And uh, we'll see. We'll go from there, I guess. But uh, meantime, everything just seems to be going well there. And, and uh, life's good.
0: Well, with the sponsorship of the series last year with uh, Fly Racing WPS, uh, it was it was as if Fly Racing had finally announced that we've arrived and uh, we're a huge player in this sport. And uh, I, I, for one, is really excited to see it because I remember watching uh, Supercross races, more cross races early early two thousands with. Uh, the only fly racing product that was out there was uh, Tim Ferry and his helmet, and uh, and now you've got guys that can be head to toe in fly, and uh, and they're out there winning motos or contesting for podiums. That's cool. Piece to see. That uh,
1: Michael Antonovich from uh, Transworld did last week, and he and I hadn't even thought about it, but it was really cool. Where he he broke down like every single racer and and, and all the in both the main events from from San Diego and. And uh, we had the highest percentage of any any gear brand, which was kind of cool, you know. Like, I mean, granted, we of course we want to take that next step and, and, and win that Supercross title or that outdoor title, but you know, we also realize it takes time and like anything. And and we have made you know huge huge steps forward with the outdoor nationals and just having top riders like Trey and you know and Andrew Short and, and Davey Millsaps, and so you know we're we're, we're heading in the right direction. The product is there. Um, I mean, the stuff is just amazing right now. The quality of it, and still having a, you know, reasonable price point where we're not, you know, just, you know, making people spend a lot of money to get the higher end product. Like our stuff has always been, you know, medium price but over deliver on quality. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, things th- things are good. It's a good time to be part of the WPS and, and fly racing family. That's for sure.
0: Absolutely, man. And it's great to see that you're uh you, you enjoy your day job, you enjoy uh the, the, the full time job that you've given yourself uh for, for your time off. And um it's yeah, for everything's sure. coming
1: again. Um, once again, I really appreciate you having me on and uh
0: yeah, I look forward
1: to coming, coming on again. You mentioned coming back on and maybe talking a little bit about some some of my background stories. I certainly could go on and on. I've, some of my stories from uh living in Europe would be uh, uh of course they it might not be for public consumption, I guess, but we we'll <laughs>
0: Hey, it's internet radio, man. We can uh, we can push the envelope a little bit here and there, but uh, like I said earlier, that's uh, that's going to be part of part two, and uh, for those who uh, really enjoyed this, uh, please head over to DirtBuzz.com for more content that, uh, that Dale's putting out, and uh, we'll get part two in the works in the next little while here to uh, talk uh, more about fly racing, as well as uh, your your entire uh, motocross career, which incorporated, you, you actually turned pro uh, the year I was oh, wow. born, so uh, Oh, that's
1: so pretty now. cool but hey whatever you're only as old as you you feel inside <laughs> but i really I, I i really don't feel that old even though my I guess my body's starting to feel a little older but but hey you know like you said getting that 1190 oh that's going to bring the passion back a little bit inside me and you know maybe i will get a little more fit and hopefully yes. be able to get a. yeah we, we have a we have a track at my work so i really have no excuse to go out and ride but i just uh yeah, I guess if you read if you read my 13 Bones Equals 13 Stories essay, then you'll probably know why. I haven't slung my leg over, but <laughs> yeah.
0: So. Totally hear you, man. Well, like I said, really appreciate you coming on the show, giving us some time to uh, chat about Dirt Buzz and everything you got going on. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. awesome man great podcast great interview uh, good chemistry that good, was fun g- yeah and, I, uh, I, I really
1: back. enjoyed that I think it, was, it was fun to. I love talking yeah, about that stuff.
0: thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast brought to you by X-Brand Goggles be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content